All right, here on the Finish Line Podcast, I got man Wanya with me. What's going on? What's going on? Calvin is at work. AZ is at work trying to feed his children because, um, you know, he got like five of them. Um, but we got uh, our first ever guest on the show who uh, so graciously agreed to uh, take time off his busy schedule to do an interview with us. Um, all pro, um, all NFL, all world, um, all universe, um, all MEAC, all, all Greensboro, all 252, all North Carolina, Chicago Bears running back. Um, Tariq Cohen here for here with us for for five good minutes. A new segment we're trying out. Five good minutes. Appreciate you, Reek, coming out, man. How you feeling? Now you got a, a, a big camp tomorrow. Giving back to the community and whatnot. Um, got five questions for you, man. Uh, first and foremost, uh, you went to North Carolina A and T. Um, coming out of North Carolina, um, and your quarterback Mitch Trubisky. Um, I know he was one of the more undervalued uh, quarterbacks out of his draft, but he came out of UNC Chapel Hill. So what does it feel like? For y'all, and what's y'all relationship in terms of being North Carolina boys and really putting North Carolina on the map? Oh, yeah. We, uh, I'm very close to my draft class. Uh, not just me and Mitch. It's really like me, Mitch, Eddie Jackson, and a couple of other guys that, you know, we all felt like we were undervalued coming out. Uh, you know, Eddie would have went first round if he didn't break his leg his senior season, like without a doubt. Mitch, he felt like uh, even though he went number two overall, the, like, the greeting they gave him when they drafted him, they booed him. At the uh, draft, yeah, and I do remember that. that really, is still like a, a chip on his shoulder, and he he definitely remembers that. And we all feel like you know that we have a lot to prove. Like it's not over. We all made the Pro Bowl last year, but we feel like it's like it's not done yet. We haven't really did the things that we want to do to turn this uh this uh organization around. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like y'all got a lot of people who were slept on on your team, but last year y'all y'all won over ten games for 12, the first time. Twelve and four, yeah. right? Yeah, that yeah. was the first time y'all Chicago Bears won ten games since two thousand ten. Yeah, it's like went from irrelevant to, and I just feel NFC. like you was kind of talking about like as far as guys with chips on your shoulders, I feel like that's pretty much your entire team. I mean, going to Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, except you know obviously except Matt. Yeah. Um, but all of y'all went, all of y'all were kind of had question marks coming into the draft, all that type of stuff. Um, how does that motivate you all? Does that bring you all together? Kind of elaborate just a little bit more on that. Oh yeah. Uh, just like you said, it really brings us together. We all, you know, feel that need, you know, to prove ourselves. And when you have that, then you have a team who wants to prove themselves. And then, you know, we feel like our back's against the wall every game we play. And we're trying to go out and show who we really are, trying to find our, ident- our identity and just, you know, show the world what we can do and how far uh, and how big of things we can accomplish. Big facts. All right, so I'm a Chargers fan, so I'll keep up with Chargers news. Don't cook me. Leave me alone, please. Um, Melvin Gordon came out yesterday and basically um, is pay me or demand a trade. Yeah. Um, and he has some, I think it's like second or third most touches by a running back in the NFL since 2016. Um, and it's kind of put the conversation in the perspective of like the Pantheon of who's the best running back, who's two, three, four, five, six, seven. Mm-hmm. So what do you have to do? What do you think in your mind that you have to do in the next two, three years of your career to say, I'm Tariq Cohen, I'm top two, I'm top one in the league in running backs? I don't think I can ever, you know, say that I'm a top, top any position because I do, like, multiple things. Like, I'm so Facts. versatile, I won't get the carries, you a know. A thousand receiving yards. Yeah, like, I won't get the carries to be, you know, the best running back. Or or you could say I don't get the receptions to be the best receiver. Facts. So then I could just be that all-purpose guy. That's all I want to be. I want to be like, well, Tariq Cohen, I'm the most dangerous player in the NFL. Like, you feel me? Like, Defense have to game plan against me in a way that they don't they don't game plan against anybody else in the league. Facts. For sure, for sure. What is your um kind of going back to college a little bit, 
what's your advice to kids from mid-majors? You know, obviously we saw the year after you got drafted. I believe the next year was when Brandon, when Brandon got drafted. Yeah. He got drafted to the Raiders. Um, you know, what is your advice to guys coming from mid-majors who, you know, were great in college but have all those question marks going into the draft because they came from a mid-major? I would tell them to run their own race. You know, you can't look at what people have done before you. You know, like I told BP, like you can't look at where I got drafted at because he got drafted early than me. Yeah, he got drafted drafted earlier. Early than me. Uh, Tell Bam the same thing. You can't look at what people are telling you. You have to just play your game and do what you want to do because things change every year. So you don't know what's going to happen, and everybody's circumstances are different. Uh, The team that drafts you may need you. Uh, Or your draft class may be deep. Like my draft class, as a running back, it was super deep. It was. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, it was super deep. And for me to come out, like it was like some – I had no choice to come out, but some would be like, I might have like the worst draft to be a running back in, yeah. especially mm-hmm. being my side, come from mid-major school, so I had the odds stacked against me. Kind of talking about, you know, obviously you being undersized, you know, obviously that's the biggest question mark, you know, you had going into the draft and still to now, and not really having many guys you can look at, you know, obviously everyone makes a Darius yeah. Sproles comparison, um, and then, you know, maybe to a slightly different degree, Maurice Jones-Drew. Mm-hmm. How did that affect you going through the draft process? And now that you're, you know, you're going into your third season, how does that affect you now? Uh, yeah, I was looking at the uh, comparisons, and I would just see uh, the great things that they did. Like, Darren Sproles, you know, he has, like, a tremendous amount of all-purpose yards. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the things I focused Stupid. on. Like, I have to do everything. Like, in my size, you know, and for the fact that they're, they're not going to make me a every down back, give me that many carries. I have to get in special teams. I have to learn how to, you know, run the routes, get split out, catch the ball out of the backfield, and do things like that. So I was just taking it as a, a compliment and just learning and just, you know, taking that and building my craft and just becoming that guy. So I want to be like a Darren Sproles 2.0 or, like you said, Maurice Jones 2.0. Yeah, definitely broke out. Completely reminded me of Darren Sproles, Chargers guy, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Um, and last but not least, last final question, who are the Chicago Bears playing in the Super Bowl next year? We playing either <laughs> – San Diego Chargers Facts. or the Indianapolis Colts. Cause I just left uh, Eric Ebron and Keenan Allen camp today. They had their camp Facts. in uh, Facts. Greensboro. Mm-hmm. And both of them said they were going to play us in the Super Bowl. So they're going to have to battle that out. We playing one of them. Yeah, I think y'all definitely have the best chance in y'all division, first and foremost, to get mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl. But Tariq, appreciate you, appreciate you taking your time out for five good minutes. Um, stay tuned for the rest of the episode with the Finish Line Podcast where we're talking about Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Um, going 50 wins next year and losing the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> Peace. The Finish Line Podcast is brought to you by Bold Exchange. It is an online marketplace that showcases black businesses, black-owned businesses, if you want um, a nice pair of African socks. A dashiki. A dashiki or candles made by a beautiful black sister. Um, Go over to Bold Exchange and you can subscribe to their monthly newsletter. Um, That is Bold Exchange at B-O-L-D-X-C-H-A-N-G-E. Bold Exchange. Yes, sir. So we have... um, Sat down for an emergency podcast uh, because because we had uh, a special guest, uh, the Tariq Cohen interview that was earlier. But now we have to fill out the rest of the episode, um, and we do. We are missing two of our regular um, members, R.I.P. Calvin and Az. And they out here trying to feed their family. They out here trying to feed their family. So we do have one fill in. Um, introduce yourself to the people, my friend. Morgan. Oh, wrong mic. Sorry. It's wrong this, this, mic. Is my, this is my first podcast. I'm glad y'all can have me today. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Hers the Word. 
This is my guy, Morgan. He, he he might be you know a regular fill in. He's um he got accepted into the UNC Chapel Hill's MBA program. Okay, um, gang, he's gang, he's gang, out, gang. He's excellent. He's out here trying to scam your grandmothers out of their IRS check. <laughs> so we do have one big topic to talk about today. Uh, last night, the NBA free agency said, "I ain't done with you yet, nigga." Not yet. I ain't done with you I yet. I got one more. I got one more. Okay, Kawhi, who? Anthony Davis, who? Russell Westbrook, Sam Presti might be the smartest GM in the league because he said, hey, if I'm going to blow it up, I'm going to make it look he, sexy. He, he did it right. He did it right. <laughs> uh, so my question to you guys are, what are your first initial reactions to, uh, and Morgan, I'll let you start. Uh, what are your first initial, initial reactions to the Oklahoma City Thunder trading uh, for Chris Paul and sending Russell Westbrook to the Houston Rockets? Honestly, I'm going to go against the grain and say it was it was a good move for both parties. I honestly think the Rockets aren't going to be too bad. Everyone else thinks they're going to be trash. <laughs> but I think Russell Westbrook is just a better Chris Paul. And where'd they go last year? Second round. Second round. Second round. Uh, Second round. Where'd they go the year before that, though? But Western, Western Conference Finals. Finals. Uh, that's not too bad when you're playing against the Stack Warriors, right? Facts, facts. Why, I I thought... Um, I think the Thunder won, just in that, you know, obviously trading away PG, getting five first-round picks, um, and then in this trade, essentially getting four first-round picks because they have, you know, the, the swap um, picks as well. And then they're going to move Chris Paul to possibly Miami and get even more picks. Um, so I thought it was cool by them, you know, getting Chris Paul another trade asset that they're going to trade, you know, away somewhere else. Um, Russell Westbrook, at first I hated the move because I was like, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, it's not going to fit. But they're really good friends um, and who have, you know, a little bit of chemistry coming from, you know, uh, OKC. But obviously, they're two totally different players. But I think it possibly could work. Um, I just don't know. I, I, it's a lot of question marks. I'm not I'm not for sure on it yet. Yeah, I I think the Houston Rockets lost the trade because you didn't. You, you got to pay that bread. You didn't do anything. And you, you, it's just you gotta like, pay that bread. I think the the south the the soft cap the soft salary cap that the NBA has and with people owners and whatnot having the, the luxury to pay the luxury tax. I'm just like I'm looking around the league and I'm seeing all these these teams loaded up on these big ass contracts, doled out to just two or three players, and then the rest of the team. What are, what are you gonna do? Because you yeah. owe Russ 170. You owe James. Like 180, you'll Clint Capella, like 80, like 80, like you. Don't, you don't think that two good players and a and a bunch of role players can work? I mean, I do. I just think it depends on who. I don't think Russ and James is the answer, really. I think I think they need. I think they need more. I think they should have. Now he had gotten traded to the Nuggets, but I feel like a good piece they should have tried to make Jeremy trade Grant. Jer- Jeremy Grant, yeah. just to get more wing defenders because your competition. LeBron, AD, exactly. Kawhi, PG, like Pat Bev, Pat Pat Bev, yeah. you know, as far as Pat Bev can, you know, he he guarded KD pretty decently. He had hella help, but he could guard KD pretty decent. So like, you have, I think they should have got some more wing defenders. Um, but hey, you get Russell Westbrook; those guys are him and James are good friends. I think you know if they're great players, they'll make it work. So let's talk about Chris Paul. So <laughs> Chris Paul is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, first ballot. Yeah, he'll wait his five years like everybody else does. <laughs> He's got the short end of the stick his whole career. You get drafted to NOLA, you're not doing anything there. They were never destined to win. They were never yes. destined. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Yeah, like they, By the you, time they got good, Kobe yeah, you and look, was, You look at fair chance. Right. It's what I call fair chance championships, fair chance potential. LeBron going to Miami, 
fair chance potential. Kobe in LA, fair chance potential. Kawhi with San Antonio, fair chance potential because of the team and the, the you know what I'm saying? But I don't know if Chris Paul has ever had fair chance potential. You go to NOLA, you, you try to get your potential by going to LA. Nah, they, he, they veto. No, no. They veto. He, well, you talking they, about I'm, I'm just, I'm just talking about like his short yeah. end of the stickness. Gets vetoed out of LA. That was bad anyway, <laughs> He goes to the Clippers. They had a chance in the Clippers. They go, and they had a chance, but I just yeah. don't, I don't think that they, the Clippers were a victim of the Golden State Warriors coming out party. However, however, that first year Golden State won, the Clippers blew that three-one yeah. to the Rockets. Yeah, I mean, and, and they they could have competed with the they could have competed, the but now. we'll never know because that's what Chris Paul's career is. Yeah. It's a big ass. We'll never know. L.A. Lakers, Chris Paul, Kobe Bryant, Dwight Howard. We'll never know. You know, and don't mention Dwight Howard. <laughs> no, nah, just say Chris Paul and Kobe. Just say Chris Paul and Kobe. Yes, no, no, I mean, and you know, then he goes to Houston, and I don't know if the the Houston one probably hurts more. Because that, that, the hamstring, the the it's not even I mean, the hamstring. And, and you know, you you have the Golden State Warriors on the ropes, and the Rockets probably would have beat the Cavs that last year, where the Warriors swept them. The Rockets yeah. probably would have beat the Cavs, right? I was I would say so. They, I don't think they would have swept them, but they would have had a fair chance. Yeah, yeah, they would have fair they, chance. They, it's they not, beat them. It's they not like they were about to go up against Kawhi, AD, and LeBron or something. Yeah, shit. they, they would have beat them. But you know, you go to Houston. You you tore you tear your hamstring and they probably would have won that series had he not done that. And then your team misses 27 threes in one game. <laughs> straight. 27, 27 straight. straight threes in one game Bro, against that, the best shooting team of all time. Bro, that damn Tony shit don't work. And the thing is, it I, was, doesn't. I was watching I was watching the highlights from that game of like every missed three. They was up at like 15 in the first. They, like, they, were, up, they were up like 64 to 49 or some shit. And they was cooking while missing threes like that. <laughs> Bruh, and, it, the, and so Chris Paul, he goes there, you know, okay, boom, we're this close. Okay, boom, we're this close again with game six. This year, you play the Warriors again, then you should have slapped them niggas, bro. Like. His, his career reminds me of that commercial where it's like the uh, old man with the fit with the uh, fishing pole with the dog. He's like, gotta be quicker than that. Quicker than, and it's just like, KD goes down. Blood in the water. Game six in Houston. Blood in the water. Steph you lose. You, you game, KD's down. Steph has not scored in the first half. You let Steph, your 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 contemporary, the other point guard, go 33 points in the second half, like 21 of them in the fourth. And this is it. And then you can see that picture is Chris Ball running back. Hate. And then we get these rumors, you know, Chris Paul, James Harden, they don't get along. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they're they at each other's necks. One's got to go. And we all know they ain't trading James Harden. And, and then Chris Paul came out and denied and said, it. And denies it, but it was true. Apparently it was true. You don't, because at the end of the day, you could say that the Rockets probably had top three potential out of all the teams in the West. They were probably the only team in the West going into this season that has championship potential that doesn't have to figure it out. That has already played together. The, the Lakers, they still got to figure it out. The Clippers got to figure it out. Utah probably has to figure some things Stop out. Stop saying I'm sorry. Utah. <laughs> I'm tired of I'm, so, I'm, tired I'm sorry. Utah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't say Utah before you say Golden State. <laughs> Golden State technically has to figure it out because, you know, Clay. And then Denver, I'm going to say they have to figure it out just because they're still growing. They're still younger than me. Um, say Portland before you say Portland. I, I hear Utah Portland has to <laughs> they have to grasp their demons and like just look them in the eye. It's like Portland's afraid of the dark. 
All they need is one player. Who? And they, they can win a chip. I'm saying that very confidently. All they need is a wing player. All they need is a wing player. Portland. Yeah. That, yeah I mean, yeah. But, I mean, they just spent $28 mil on Hassan Whiteside, so we'll try next year. <laughs> <laughs> They'll try again next year. But it's just, so, I mean, I felt a little less sorry for Chris Paul when I found out that Sam Presti, first of all, genius, is about to flip him for more, yeah. apparently, because yeah. there are, and what sucks is you look around the league as, as Chris Paul. Wait, how old is he now? Chris Paul's 34. Chris Paul is a very old 34. Yeah, Because is. you have to remember, he he spent, what, three years in college? He came out, he spent yeah. he spent about three years in college because he came out in 05. Yeah. Um, so he's a very old 34. He has a lot of miles on him. Um, and that shows, because he definitely took a step back this season in terms of his talent. Calvin won't admit it. But Chris Paul did not look yeah, like. Yeah, he averaged like thirteen in yeah, the thirteen. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, I, I guess mean, the Warriors in that. I mean, and that IQ. I, but I mean, playing with James Harden, your stats are gonna go down, are they not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, mean, but it's though. still when you watch him play, it's a noticeable decline, which is okay. You're 34, and but his his IQ will prolong his career. But what sucks is you look around, you you talk to your agent, and then you talk to Sam Presti as the OKC general manager, and you're like, okay. You obviously are building for the future, a future that I will not be a part of. Where's my market? I would say Chris Paul only has a market of three teams right now. What? Miami Heat. Who can these are you have to afford his contract. He's uh, owed yeah, he's yeah. owed forty million this year and forty four million the year after. So wait, question. So if he lands with the Heat, where do you have the Heat landing in the playoffs? Because that's most likely where he's yeah. gonna go. I would but the market I said was the Heat, the Pistons, or the Timberwolves. I think he's gonna I, go to Miami. I, I, I think, I think gonna, it's gonna be Miami. Um I think if, Miami. If, so I wish Calvin was here right now because he's a Heat Miami, fan. Um, yeah. If they go to my if he goes to Miami, I see them finishing my Easter Conference rankings right now, and this is just me just throwing it out it, there. I'm gonna say, say if if Chris Paul goes to Miami. If Chris Paul, I'll go Philly, Milwaukee. Boston? Indiana. Oh, Indi- oh. Boston. Is this an order? This is an order. Oh. Okay. I saw Philly, Milwaukee, Indiana, Boston. Miami. No. I want to say. You're not gonna put you're not gonna put Brooklyn. I'm gonna there? put Brooklyn as at the five. That's what I was gonna what? say. What with just Kyrie? The, well, but, but, I mean, if you think about it, Brooklyn went to the playoffs last year. You're just subbing. Ky- Ky- you're subbing Kyrie out for Dean. You're subbing D'Angelo out for Kyrie. Kyrie. When he enters the team, his chemistry is a little different than yeah. I mean, well, and the thing about it is, here's the thing: you have to think about what the Heat will look like with Chris Paul, because it's not like Chris Paul's coming as a free agent where he's just entering your team as presently constructed. Yeah, they got to give you up have to stuff. give up because he's owed 160. I mean, I'm sorry, almost 100 million dollars in the next two years. So you have to offload contracts. They probably have to get. They have you have to get rid of expiring contracts. You have to get rid of Goran Dragic because what's the point of having a starting point guard? Dragic, Olenek, and Bam. Probably Bam or Justice Winslow. Yeah. So, I mean, now the Miami Heat will be a team with Chris Paul, Jimmy Butler, and a whole bunch of parts no, sold no, off no, Craigslist. Yeah, in all honesty, because free agency is done. Free agency is done. Ain't nobody left on the market. So, I mean, and the thing, it would be completely different had Jimmy, but- had Jimmy Butler and, Kawhi and and Chris Paul done with, you know, what AD and LeBron, not, no one really does that, really. Well, what Kyrie and KD are doing, yeah, for the just, most part, just joining, just joining a, team. a team that's presently constructed. It's very hard to do because rarely do you have a team that's ready to win. That all on you, rookie contracts. All on rookie contracts or expirings or whatever or prove-it deals and that two guys just come in. The the Clippers kind of just did that in a yeah, sort of kind of. They didn't really, they didn't really lose anything. They no. still have um, – they got Lou, they got Pat, they got Trez, Trez they got, you know. So th- – 
and you know sham it. But I, I was I would say that I don't see how the Heat would be better than the Hawks. Chill out. That's just <laughs> no. That's listen, just, that's what? That's listen, listen. Like we just said, can Chris Paul go a whole season? Is your question. Can he go a whole season one? I mean, no. He wants to. 82 games is a long time. And with, so, lo- with load management, I think. With lo- but are you load managing Chris Paul? I mean, you just play. I mean, so, you, okay, here's, here's my thing. Look at the Easter Conference this year, right? The Easter Conference was top-heavy this last season and has remained top-heavy this, this next season. I wouldn't say it's top-heavy. After six, you're after the six teams I just named with the Heat. Well, I mean, only eight teams make the playoffs. Well, no, I'm just, no, I'm just saying. Oh, you're saying period. Like, in the grand and, scheme but of so this season, at the end of the season, I went to watch D Wade's last game in Charlotte, and it was a big deal because if the Heat win, they get the seventh seed for the time being, and then the Brooklyn Nets drop, Charlotte drops. You had two yeah. seed, you had three seeds with four teams fighting, Brook, five teams fighting. It was like Brooklyn, um, Magic. the Magic. The Heat, Pistons, Pistons, and um, Charlotte. Yeah, and so I think it'll be a lot like that this season. I think the Magic got better. I think they can compete for that seventh and eighth seed. I think the Magic are better than the Heat. I think that not with Chris, not with Chris Paul on there. But I think as a team, okay. So on the Magic, who's stopping Vucevic? I think Bam. I think I mean it ain't like Vucevic about to give you forty if they trade Bam. (laughs) That's if they trade Ben. They I, might. They're gonna have to if they get Chris Paul. No, I wouldn't say that. But, no. so, I wouldn't say all, that. All I'm saying is I don't think. It's I say full, you give up that 2025 and 2026 first rounder that everybody is fell. I don't. I just think that it's not a foregone conclusion that the Heat make the playoffs with those two. Wow. I don't think Cal- it's foregone. Cal- I, listen, Calvin will punch you in your I face. I have. Right now. I have. <laughs> Z, and I think it's less about my faith in Chris Paul and more about my lack of faith in Jimmy Butler. But why? But why lack of faith in Jimmy Butler? I just don't. I don't know. I just don't. I don't think that he's accepted that he's not a tier one player. He's, I agree with that. I don't think I he's agree. accepted that, bro. Because here's the thing: this is his fourth team in like three or four years, and all he's doing, he fought his way out of Chicago. He fought his way out of Minnesota. He. I have no idea why he left Philly. It makes zero sense because Philly, the Milwaukee took a step back by letting Brogdon go. Toronto's taking seven steps back. We're not even talking about them anymore. And that yeah, the Boston know. took a step back. They lost Horford and Kyrie. Now, Grant, but granted, he didn't know what Kawhi was going to do at that time. Who can, still, I, I still don't get it. Still, but, we all knew Kawhi was going west. Only, but it's just one of the teams in the Staples Center. But the thing about it is, why not run that back? Why? Because here's the thing. I have no idea. Y'all would be better off with Jimmy over Tobias. And you still could have brought that Horford contract in. Because you gave Tobias what you were going to give Jimmy. And you brought Horford in. Jimmy... Can take some of that, take some of that ball, um, ball handling off off of uh, uh Ben. Jimmy can shoot the ball. You lost shooting in JJ when oh, JJ you, left. Oh, you, you telling me all things I yeah, know. Yeah, you I... lost shooting. I think Josh Richardson is a downgrade from Jimmy, but I think that the addition of Horford kind of it left Shaw kind of plateaued and a little bit better. But nobody else got dramatically better in the East yeah. because guess... the Nets don't have KD right now. They just have their their. They're Boston East. They're Boston the, down the street. The, the only you remember the episode of SpongeBob where Patrick <laughs> said, "Why don't yeah. we just take McKinney Bottom and, and move, move it over there? there?" That's what Kyrie's agent said. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Listen, his agent the said. only, the only, 
You and these fucking SpongeBob, bro. They, they literally took Boston and moved it over there. A whole bunch of scrappy young gun guys trying to prove themselves. What a what a young coach trying to prove himself. And Kyrie, Kyrie doing the sham god and the jelly every every play when you need to just pull up for a nice little pick and roll. Listen, listen. The only the only thing that I can make sense of the Jimmy Butler move is that. It's it, it's better living in Miami compared to Philadelphia, and the women are prettier. That's that like that's literally it's it. Cold. Like you like you passed up fifty million dollars, and I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And the, I don't. But, and the thing about it is, Jimmy, you're not getting another max deal. You're not. Kawhi's gonna sign another max deal. You get AD's gonna sign another max deal. You get that one ninety. I mean, you, you know, and you compete for a championship. Like I, I don't know. I'm not Jimmy, gonna argue on it too much. You're tier two, three. When I don't no, like tier you. three. Oh, tier oh, three. Oh, yeah, oh. Jimmy Butler's tier, tier three. Tier three. Absolutely. Ooh, tier tell three. me more. Tier two, tier one is like the elite Steph, KD. Like we said, Ron. tier one is I say future Hall of Famers. Explain the criteria. So, t- so um, like I said the other day, my tier one, you're a future Hall of Famer. You've won either an MVP or a Finals MVP, and you have a ring. Well, Finals MVP, same thing. That's my tier and. Tier two. Tier I mean, two. So is Anthony Davis not tier one? He is tier one. Okay. I, he doesn't like to put it in there because he he's. he's that was just my that was my differentiating. Okay. But my tier. Oh, so my exceptions. My tier one's very small. My tier one is LeBron. My tier one's KD, Steph, AD, um, Kawhi. That's it. That's it. And then tier two is like tier two is really good Austin. regular season players. James Harden. James Harden. Russell. Giannis Wait, right now. James Harden isn't tier one? No. I wouldn't put him tier what? one. I wouldn't put him tier one. Just my, because t- his- my tier one is reserved for people that have proven that they can get it done. And he's, he folds in the playoffs he every fold, year. I, I he love- folded in game six against how, the Warriors. How many points he scored? Uh, 35. 35 is folding. But it was on. It was probably on like you, thirty shots. But here's yeah, it, it was it was <laughs> That's on thirty most games though. That's most, but my thing about it is. it is, you could say the same. Would you put Russell Westbrook tier one? Because he averages a triple double every year. I honestly, I honestly would. I wouldn't put him tier I, one. I, I, I make an argument either way. I, like, I, I reserve my tier one for winning and really special okay, cases so like what, really special cases like AD. In tier in tier two, I put. You're a lock for an all-star every year. Lock star, lock all-star, probably a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. You could be tier one if you just do one more thing. James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Giannis, Kyrie. right now, Kyrie, mm, no. Embiid. Oh, that's tier two or tier one? This is tier two. Okay, tier I was two. Two. Tier two, Embiid. <laughs> I'm going to put Jokic tier two. Yeah. I put Jokic yeah. tier is two. Is Kemba tier two? Him and Kyrie got the same stats. <laughs> no, no, listen, listen. It's just, it's just Kimba. Uh, they, got the same, they got the exact I, same stats. Kimba, Kimba's on the bubble because I need to see what you do in Boston. Now yeah. that you have a squad yeah. around you, I need to see what you do in Boston. He's on the bubble. He's because on the bubble. Kimba, honestly, I'm going to say it was easy for him to get them stats in Charlotte. I watched Charlotte play in person this past season. They're, they were a very bad basketball but how team. Many, how many times has Kimba been to the playoffs? Once. once and that twice they went once and that's once? and that's they when D, that's when D Wade went crazy on them in yeah. game six and seven they went once and but, Dame's my tier two tier three now that we've said the tier two I'm okay with putting Jimmy Butler tier three I can't I, yeah, Jimmy yeah. Butler Kemba Kemba's on the bubble mm, Clay's else? tier two by the way okay, yeah Clay's okay. Clay's, Clay's tier, tier two, two. Yeah. Draymond's tier two. Nah, Draymond. Whoa. Draymond Whoa. Tier three. No. <laughs> Yo, I firmly believe Draymond goes to any other team. We don't hear his name again. Absolutely. Whoa. We Absolutely. don't hear his name again. Thank, hey, thank you. Where's Blake Morgan. Griffin? 
I honestly He kind of went to Detroit and just we all <laughs> forgot about him. But, but he no, was hooping, he's though. He was hooping. No, he had 26 this season. Bro, we all forgot about him, though. We did. And I think we more so forgot about him because when they did make the playoffs, he was hurt. I mean, yeah, and I mean, they was gonna get smacked regardless. They were. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I Jimmy Butler. And the thing about it is, so I did in my head today. I was listening to Bill Simmons podcast, and I was ranking along with him. He ranked his top fifty players in the NBA, and it took a lot of like discipline and focus to do. Well, I mean, he wrote the fucking basketball book. Like, yeah. he, he has that discipline. So, Chris Paul is like forty-one. Yeah. Yeah. He's like at, at this point, at this Best point, players yeah. in the league. He's he's. If you really sit down and do it. At Chris this Paul's point, forty-one. Yeah. If you just think about you who re- is the best, who who playing right now, he's not top fifteen. Hell no, he's not top twenty. Because at, every time you get to a number, you think of another player that okay, Chris, he's better. He's better than Chris Paul. Yeah, he's better than Chris Paul. Like I would put guys right now. I would put um, what's my man's name in, in, in Denver. Uh, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray is better than Chris Paul. Uh, Jamal Murray is better than Chris I'm not, Paul. I'm not ready to go with Jamal Murray is better than Chris Paul. Jamal Murray is better than Chris Paul. I wouldn't say that. I don't know his stats like that. I wouldn't say that. Jamal Murray is better than Chris Paul, bro. Jamal Murray is a dog. He's better than Chris Paul. Right, no, right he, now. He's a dog. It's just right now. He's a dog, but I saw his ass get fucking cooked play after play <laughs> by CJ McCollum in game seven. And I saw CJ McCollum. CJ at? Tier what? Is he tier? tier I say tier three. Tier three. Oh, oh. <laughs> CJ is a bucket. He is a, <laughs> he is a bucket, but you also have to admit, like, he gets a lot of his shit because he plays with Dame. Like, yeah. I fuck with CJ heavy. Like, went to Lehigh, Philly kid, all that. But you play with just what, a, a cold-blooded killer. Yeah, you cold, play with a cold-blooded killer. You know what Shannon, Shay Shaw said about... Shannon uh, Shaw. Shay Shaw Tenet said about Damien. So, <laughs> that, <laughs> that shit was funny. Basically, he said... Um, along the lines of um, Damian Lillard is going to be one of the richest players in, and richest basketball players to ever play. Like the way the money works out, he's going to finish his career um, making four hundred million. Wait, quick question, trivia: Who do y'all know? Each one of you answer separately. Who is who right now, career wise, is the richest basketball player of all time? Richest basketball player. And so, of all in time. terms of this, by the amount of money they made in their career, just their basketball career, not uh, not sponsorships, not anything else, just right now, who made the most money? Why you go? You ne- I know you're not gonna guess. I would say Carmelo Anthony. Nope. It's on the league right now. No, he's not in the league anymore. Oh, he's not. In the he's league not in the league. So okay, you can well, reguess. Yeah, you can yeah, reguess. Change, change it. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't. I can't even throw out a the guess. The richest. The play- richest basketball player by contract. Give, give me an error and I'll get it. Give me an error. Well, I mean, it's not the fucking 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just give me, give me like they, a five-year time. Like five year time. He played in the 2000s. Give us a hint. Give us <laughs> one hint. I can't because it'll give it away. I can't. He's such a, an iconic player. I can't. Allen Iverson. No. Gilbert Arenas? No. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> wait, I'm, I'm pulling up his contract, then I'm going to tell you. Ooh, wait, Keep no, guessing. No, 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 don't, wait. Can you tell us what team he played for? No. no I damn sure can't tell you what team he played for. Did, Tracy did, McGrady? No. Does he, does he have a chip? Yes, he has a chip. Oh, damn. <laughs> what is it? I have it's, no idea. It's not Kobe, is it? It's not Kobe. No, it's not Kobe. It's not, it's not Kobe. Kobe. I have no who idea. Is, who else is winning? Don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. He's, but he's an iconic player. He's iconic as fuck. Hall of Fame. Only, only four teams want a chip during the <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have no idea. I don't want to tell you. I want you to keep guessing. <laughs> Stop playing Did he play him. for the Spurs? Wait, what? He did not play for the Spurs. I have no idea. Spurs, I give up. Spurs, Celtics, Lakers. Who's fucking one in the? That's pretty much it. 
I have no idea. You had to tell us at this point. Yeah, just go ahead. Kevin Garnett. What the that fuck? That makes sense. <laughs> yes. Kevin Garnett, over yes. the course of his career, made $334 million. Because he has the richest, he had the richest rookie contract at the time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When he, he made signed. From 1999 until 2011. This man been playing since forever. Bro, he got drafted in 95. What's but from he 99. Out of high school, right? Huh? He was yeah. out of high school. Out of high school. But from 99 until 2010, he was making $20 million a year. So it was yeah. a smooth 10-year where he was making $20 million. And then Brooklyn overpaid him. Yeah. And then in, he, he played out his last, you know, his glory years in Minnesota on $12 million, on $12 million a year. Wow. Kevin Garnett. Why did they pay him that? Just well, no, it, they, it, they didn't pay him that. It was, it it was rollover traded. from Brooklyn. Oh, okay, okay. It was yeah. rollover. But he, 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 need, he was with Carl and these house and the boys. So needed. he needed. He need, but um, anyway, so Shea Shop said that Damian Lillard, Wait. he's going to be one of the richest what? We were talking about CJ earlier. I just had a question. What? Is he top three shooting guards in the league? No. No. What, name, name, name three. Clay Thompson. And Clay Thompson. James Harden, who else? James Harden. Who else? Um, Don't say Bradley Beal. Don't say. What? No, no Bradley Beal is tough, but I wouldn't <laughs> say him. Clay Thompson's number one. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Clay Thompson's one. James Harden. James Harden. And then who else? Damn. Shit, hold on. I'm not, I'm not done with you. I'm not done with you. <laughs> hold up, bro. Hey, is, I'm going to whisper this. Is Jimmy better than Clint CJ? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Wait, hold up. Hold up, wait. Hold up. Is CJ top three? Yeah, I mean. Right now, I can't think of another shooting guard that's better than him. Um, wait, damn. We got some. We asked that, shoot, that position Loki fell off. It did. It's probably the like weakest. Of it used to be the best in the 2000s. Um, hang on. I'm on the list like, right now, this list has the best shooting guards in the NBA right now is James Harden, Clay Thompson, and DeMar DeRozan. That's the, that's the list, bro. You know, you know me personally, uh, but he don't. Yeah, I would have to say, uh, I would have to say CJ. Yeah, this, I would say you could you could maybe say Olin Depot. As third, but Olin Depot just hasn't done enough yeah. for a long this period list, of time. This list has the top ten as James Harden, Clay Thompson, Ola Depot, nah, no cap, Jimmy no, Butler. Real talk, I would put Donovan Mitchell over CJ. Real Fair, talk. I would too. Fair enough. Real yeah. talk. And, and not by a big margin, but I would put Donovan Mitchell over there. Because Donovan, Donovan Mitchell as a rookie... I like beat him. fucking Russell Westbrook and Chris and uh yeah he and, uh, he beat their ass as PG, a rookie he did he did and but anyway Joe beat. Ingles beat PG's ass <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so Shea Shaw said that uh, CJ uh, is gonna make I mean not CJ Dame. but Dame's gonna make four hundred million once it's all said and done yeah um and everybody's gonna forget about you and that's yeah, why that's you need that's up. why you need to because see but Dame at, got asked in the interview like what do you think about everybody teaming up. Because it's a lot of duos. We quickly went from the big three era to the duo Duo. era, like, overnight. And Dame was like, Mm -hmm. you know, I was never one to, you know, really, like, team up. Like, I'm going to get mine on my own. And Shea Sharp was like, yeah, you're going to be the richest, one of the richest players ever, but you won't have won nothing. You're going to be Charles Barkley. You're going to be John Stockton. And Dame quoted back and was like, you shouldn't talk about something you know nothing about. Like, it's something you're not involved in. First of all, Shannon, he wasn't a basketball player, but he was a professional football player. And at the highest level, he won yeah. three Super Bowl rings. Exactly. He um, got it done. So he got it done. So he knows what he's talking about from a competitive standpoint. Um, and he was like, and if I don't win nothing, I'll still be one of the rich. I'll be a, a, a rich, forgotten motherfucker. Yeah. And I was like, what? what? I, I see the show this. <laughs> well, this, this he put, tweeted that. Oh, okay. He tweeted that. <laughs> I, I feel him. And like like we were saying, like, during free agency, uh, Dre, like, 
we really don't know what goes into their head. Like, yeah. I, I feel Dame like wanting to get it out the mud, and you know, you're gonna want to, you know, it's challenging to beat those guys, but we're not in the 90s no more. But like, if you want to stay in that, if you want to stay in that mantra, and you can live with yourself knowing that you made a whole lot of money and competed and lost every single year against these guys. Then do that. Yeah. More power to you. It's just like the NBA. It's so crazy. I think our generation has seen the NBA change in so many ways. We have so yeah. many times. Like it's not a long term league anymore. No. You know the most tenured superstar we have right now is Steph Curry. You know. What do you mean tenured? Tenured in terms of been with the the same oh, team. Oh, like the same team. Yeah. He's with it. Yeah. He Steph Curry was drafted in '09. Was it yeah. Russ before? Yeah, it would have been Russ. It would have been Russ. But I mean, but the most tenured we have now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Steph Curry. Um, you know, these guys are not, you know, Kawhi and PG didn't even sign max deals. No. They put, they said, LA, you're on the clock immediately. Yeah. Well, they do, <laughs> they do that because, and Shannon Sharp was kind of talking about this as well. Like, I forgot when Braun went to Cleveland, you know, they do that so they can keep that flexibility yeah. because mm-hmm. you, I may be talking to you, you know, Dre, you my own, you the owner and you're like, you know, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to luxury tax. I'm going to do this, that, this, that, and the third. And then I'll look a year and a half later, and you're not making good on none of your promises. What induces? Yeah. So I think they do that to put the put the owner on the hot seat and put the front office on the hot yeah. seat to stay with their promises. Yeah, it's just not a long like the NBA. I know NFL players and and MLB players are just sick because yeah. like the NBA players, you got tenth men in the NBA making more than starting running backs in the NFL. Yeah. It's just not do. a long-term league anymore, man. Like, you're signing. Kawhi signed three years, 103. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, what? Will we be, like, 30? When it's all yeah, what, like 30, right? 30, 31. He'll probably be, th- if, you know, God willing, he's healthy. Probably about five good years left in the tank after that. Probably could sign, like, a max, another max deal. Exactly. And so, yeah, it's just not a long-term league, and LeBron did that. Yeah, he, he started yeah. it. Because was... Yeah, because some people would want to argue Celtics. The Celtics started the big three thing, but they didn't start the Player flexibility mobility. thing. Yeah, no. They started the, we're old as shit. And we need Let's to get a ring. Up. Yeah, they need to get, because their window was very small. Their window was very small. But LeBron started the flexibility. LeBron was a pioneer for that, for the flexibility yeah. thing, because everybody, all these superstars, are they're not even on long deals. It's crazy that you also say that like we've seen the league change so much, because when we all started watching the league, it was not necessarily all about, but it was still about big men. Shaq, KG, Tim Duncan, you know, Dirk, you know, all those guys were getting after it. Then we've slow. then now, you know, fast forward 15 years and we're grown now and it, big men are irrelevant. Like they yeah. are, or you They're have dinosaurs. to, you, you have to be able to shoot a three. If you're a big man and can't shoot a three, you're irrelevant. Andre yeah. Drummond, Hassan Whiteside, like 15 years yeah. ago, them boys would have been nasty in yeah. the league, but now they're irrelevant. Yes. So, so what do you think Shaq would do if he was in the league right now? I mean, Shaq is just a different animal. That's different. He, he, is that different? That's, that's different. That's different. That's different. <laughs> he, was a, he was a product of his time, different, and he, he was different. He's he's like the lat with the last great big man. Nah, Dwight Howard. Timmy. Timmy. Hell, Dwight Timmy. Howard. Listen, Dwight Howard whoa, whoa. Whoa. First of all, <laughs> listen. You're not gonna see. Did Kawhi, Did Dwight Howard fall off a fucking cliff very quickly? Yeah. Yes. But was he a generational? At the time, a future Hall of Fame talent, he might still creep in the Hall of Fame low key that on like a, on somebody's seventh ballot. He don't like deserve to be day. in the Hall of Fame. What's unpack? What's your Dwight Howard vendetta? Tell me about it. Listen, I just don't <laughs> listen. I feel like listen after after the story came out when Kobe challenged him and Kobe did that shit with every teammate who came in. He gonna challenge you yeah. and see if you step up to the plate. 
when you back down yeah. and you got okay. five yeah. inches on this dude and thirty pounds and you backing down from him talking shit to you, Kobe you would you 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 a punk. Kobe look kind of scary. Play with <laughs> I would be scared as shit playing Listen, with Kobe. But then again, I'm not six eleven. I'm not six eleven. I'm seven yeah. foot. I'm not seven foot. And that's true because honestly, God, a, a healthy Kobe Bryant and a prime Dwight Howard. Probably soft would have won a chip because Kobe yeah. proved he could take a good he could take a good big man and win a chip. He a took Andrew one? Bynum. He took Andrew Bynum right before he fell off a cliff. Where did, where's Andrew? Well, Bynum? nah, Andrew Bynum and Pal Gasol like was eating. Oh, Pat, oh, remember? <laughs> but like, but had Andrew Bynum still been good? Yeah, him and Dwight probably would have been together. Yeah, because Paul moved on to greener pastures and he just got married, by the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, man. I'm just really interested. I need the NBA season to start tomorrow. I'm ready. I'm yeah, ready. honestly, forget football season. I'm ready. Like, Look, like, football season, cool. But it's a little predictable at this point because if Tom Brady wins again, Bryce, you suck. Um, I'm going to wow. be – I just need – because I don't know who's going to win. The, Laker, know, the Lakers aren't – I mean, like, any. if you told me tomorrow – oh. Wait, it's no, just no. nobody really like. I'm not. It's like I'm not sure. The only offseason moves that were. It's just football. Offseason moves don't really predict who's gonna win. Like aside from the the Rams last year and they didn't even win at all, but like they made a lot of offseason moves getting Akeem Talib and Marcus Peters and stuff. Yeah. But aside from that, typically whoever wins the offseason doesn't doesn't necessarily win in the regular season or in the playoffs for that matter. So it's like the offseason is cool, but it doesn't. We know it doesn't really affect much yeah. in the long run. I think. I mean, I think it's obvious who's coming out of the East. Y'all don't think the Bucks are coming out? See, the Bucks are the Sixers. The Six, I feel like they. Uh. The Sixers are prime for opportunity because no one else in the East. Because first of all, the Sixers just Sixers, proved to that. me. To me, the Sixers are gonna be a good just because we're in a three-point shooting league now, and they have no shooters. Who who's uh, their best shooter? Listen, listen. Who's wait, Wyatt? He's listen. a Sixers fan. Who's your who's listen, your best y'all, listen. Who knows? Hey, Answer hey, the question. Oh, who's the best? Shooter? Who's your best Tobias shooter? Tobias Harris. <laughs> I would say I would say Tobias Harris is probably the best Who's shooter. Your second, I would say Josh Richardson. Mm. And Embiid can hit it too. Embiid Whoa. just I, I just don't want him shooting hella threes, but Embiid can hit it. But listen, and y'all Al and, I, can step out and y'all gonna too. clown me, but listen, Ben has been hitting threes <laughs> in the gym. Ben has been hitting threes. Listen, Tobias said, listen, we've been working out. Everybody was asking why I was because a video came out like them playing one on one. Everybody was asking like, why are you guarding him at the three point line? He was like, listen, he can he can hit that shot. Then he said he hit two of them. It's a, it's a mental, <laughs> it's, it's mental, bro. It's all mental. I really think you're really gonna see more of it. I think he's gonna shoot probably about 25, 30 from three. Okay, you know he oh. hasn't hit a three his entire I career. I know he's zero for seventeen, which is all half court heaves and yeah. bullshit like but, that. He listen, I'm trying to tell you, I'm not saying he' about to go out there and like just win a championship. But as far as who's coming out the East, the only thing that worries me, and I have not come out and said this. Because I don't want to get rid of, because like I know it's our flaw, and I want to just have the utmost confidence in my squad. But we don't have a closer. Jimmy, when the he game is tied, two minutes to go, closer. Like as far as the Raptors series in that game seven, we were down by five, with like a, a two minutes left to go. Jimmy made two great plays to cut it to a tie. We don't have a closer. Hmm, that's a really good point. That's my only worry about their their squad, and that's the only reason why I'm all, slightly I'm slightly ready to pick the Bucks because they do have Giannis. All great, yeah, all great teams. You gotta that have, win, a they have a closer. Like every finals I could think of in recent memory, they had a closer. Had Kyrie a closer. was their closer in 2016. Um, I'm just saying in that, yeah. but to yeah. hit that big shot, yeah, you know, Steph and Clay, you got closers everywhere. Yeah, you had KD at a time. LeBron can be your closer. Kawhi was obviously their closer. You 
gotta hmm. have a clothes. That's the only thing that Who worked. has that that Mamba mentality? <laughs> I'm not a damn soul on that team. So I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I don't know if they're just gonna do like kind of how the Spurs did and like they don't have no closer, but that they just play great team basketball. The Spurs, they're, they're, they're an anomaly. <laughs> they're yeah, an the anomaly. greatest coach of all time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I, I really don't know. That's my only thing that worries the heck out of me. Oof, a closer. So man. that's why I. Because you gonna need one down the stretch. You gonna need one. That's why I would pick the Bucks. I'm still. I, 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 it, it hurts my soul to do it, but I would pick the Bucks because late game situations. I think Giannis has been developing this jump shot even more this offseason. I think he's gonna be ready. Interesting. Well, I think that's about sums it up. We just strangled forty minutes of conversation out of one free agent move. <laughs> um, Morgan, appreciate you coming on the show. You can follow Morgan at hers the word. You can follow Wanye at what? What is your damn Twitter name? It's it's catchy as hell. You don't know it. What is it? All day one, yeah. All day one, yeah. All day one. And you can follow his podcast at Third and Thirty. You can follow us on Twitter at NBA Finish Lines, NBA P H I N I S H L I N E. Um, And be sure to enter our jersey giveaway on Twitter. We're giving out a free jersey um, brought to us by our friends at Jersey Wave Shop. Um, Calvin Lamar Jackson's trash. Corey. Oh, we have. Oh no, we forgot something. What? LeBron can't switch back to number six. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he can't. can't. He can't. Yeah. So, everyone who is excited, including me, to in, who's getting the jersey giveaway, the LeBron 6 jersey will not be available because Nike said no. They produced yeah. all. They produced too many 23 jerseys. So Yeah, Nike said, hey, bag alert. You got in the way of our bag. Uh, but, yeah, so, still in the jersey giveaway. KD's new number seven yeah. is up there. Um, it will be it. up there, yeah. You can wear it in memoriam. Boo. Uh, <laughs> boo. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, you can catch us for our regular scheduled programming uh, this Wednesday. Um, download and like and subscribe on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Be blessed and go with Christ. Peace.